We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Andy Lou, how excited were you when you saw the opening night schedule released? This is dead August content where I'm just like, we got something to talk about. We got something other than Dion Waiters to talk about. Adam Silver did it right. Adam Silver did it right. You know, I don't know how often you and I come on this show and say that. Friend of the show was cooking. He was yeah. cooking with this one. So let's 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 share it. So opening night, October 24th on TNT, sources tell the athletic, you know, the Lakers will be at the Nuggets. The Suns will be at the Warriors. Man, I thought the Warriors were gonna play on opening night because they didn't win a championship, and that tends to be how it goes. But Adam Silver said, fuck the East. No one cares. These are the only four teams anyone cares about. Yep. This is it. No one cares about anything else. And so the show must go on. I'm not going to lie. I kind of thought that was going to be the Christmas day. I thought the Warriors were going to get, uh, you know, the, the Suns on Christmas and we're going to get the, um, the Nuggets-Lakers rematch on Christmas. But now I'm 100% confident we'll get the reverse. Warriors-Lakers on Christmas. Um, Nuggets probably play the Suns on Christmas. Very clear yeah, these are the 430 game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I don't think they'll get 730. They'll get a they'll get a daytime game for sure. Mm. The Sun, like <laughs> whenever these schedules come out, they tell you who matters. And I think the Suns, they're behind the Lakers and the Warriors, but probably will draw the third highest ratings, is my guess. Super team, Boss. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, maybe. If it wasn't the Suns this game this this night on opening night, it was going to be the the Celtics uh, in in at Chase. Probably. But I'm I'm with you though. Kevin Durant, the storylines at home, first time that KD's played against the Warriors in front of Golden State Warriors fans. I'm sure the ovation is going to be great. So I don't know. Like this is perfect, right? Like you have to put the Nuggets on there. Jokic is the next next big one. Giannis, is Milwaukee doesn't draw right. So this is this is the best that the that the that the NBA has to offer. Does anyone want to watch Giannis just hoof his body into people for free throws? I mean, he's kind of he's kind of just good personality hardened. Right. No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's not that fun to watch, but you know. No. Uh we're gonna get friend of the show, Kevin versus Forever Warrior Chris Paul. Pretty excited about this. 
Uh, I think the CP3 angle is going to be underrated because he's he's pretty uh, he's a pretty angry little guy. He's a spiteful little guy, you know. I think he's going to have something to say, and then you know, KD's kind of a tall, spiteful guy. So the combination it should be good theatrics. It should be a it should be a good time, you know. You heard Clay on on Paul George's pod talking about you know how the four fingers on Devin Booker is kind of lame, but you know Devin Booker talks a little bit. Clay can get heated. Draymond could get heated. This is some good theater. I don't know, I don't know about Bradley Beal. I don't think anyone really cares about him. But <laughs> um, No, it's perfect. You, you've got – I mean, you didn't even mention it. Steph and KD, right? Those two guys, two best players right. in the team. Two, I mean, best duo we've seen since Shaq and Kobe, right? So uh, those guys – I mean, they don't dislike each other. It's like, I don't think there's anything going on there, but it's cool to see those guys. Um, uh, Chris Paul hates the Suns. You talked about it. I mean, he, it sounds like he hates – the Suns. He he definitely felt like they pushed them out. Isaiah Thomas pushed them out. Yeah. Um, Clay and Book. You talked about it. And uh, honestly, outside of just the theatrics, these are the two best teams in the West. Outside of the other two guys, the Nuggets yeah. and the Lakers are right there. I would say the Nuggets are top tier, and then Warriors, yeah. Lakers, and Suns are what on the same tier? Tier two, champs. all in the same, right? Champs. So. Champs are the standard until they're not. That's yeah. my rule. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. I also I was just thinking about it because we're gonna get the full schedule, but do you have any doubt in your mind we're gonna get Warriors Lakers on Christmas? Like I feel like it, and I totally forgot the Niners play on Christmas this year and the Raiders play on Christmas. I actually so, didn't know that at all. <laughs> I, I remember when it got released and then I forgot about it because you know what? It got released in like March or April, and I'm like, oh cool. Nine months away. Whatever, right? <laughs> you forget about it. And the the Raiders and Chiefs are at 10 a.m. Niners and Ravens are at 515. I feel like you could just pencil Warriors Lakers at 230 right now. Uh, both those fan bases, football teams are either the Niners or the Raiders. Let's be honest. Uh, nobody cares about the Rams. LA is Niners or Raiders Central. It's the only time the NBA could put that game on to not have to deal well, with them. Also, so. it's in it's in chain. It, I'm sorry, it's at Levi's. So it's a 515 at Levi's and then if you do I think pick- I think they're gonna get sent. I think it's gonna be in Staples or crypto or whatever. Oh, you're saying you're saying it's in LA. Got it. Okay. I was I was mm. gonna make a Barbenheimer joke where maybe you can try <laughs> catch the Warriors at Chase for a 230 and then you hop over, you know, mid first yeah. quarter. I'm to- sure there's some uh I'm sure there's some tech mogul who's like just get the PJ, make yeah. it happen. <laughs> you know. Uh that will not be me. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, not us. Maybe one of those DoorDash guys can go figure it out. But that is an that would be incredible. As a Bay Area sports fan, I mean that mm-hmm. is, I mean I, I mean that's all I need. I just need a bottle of Jameson, <laughs> some 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 tur- some steak, you know what I mean, and just just two get different, our oh, two <laughs> get different our sports. Get our annual Steph Curry Christmas stinker, then go watch the Niners forget how to run offense for three and a half quarters in a like fourteen to thirteen game against the Ravens and he's going to be rage tweeting a bottle of Jameson in I am I do, uh, I do. nothing gets I, me angrier love, than the Niners love, the Warriors don't I get love me the angry. holidays I love yeah. the holidays <laughs> uh, just saw Jimmy G today look great in Raiders Niners practice I can't wait this is what sports is about nobody nobody looks better on the podium than Jimmy G <laughs> that's your quarterback by the way I don't know why you're that's laughing that's, that's your guy you know we'll see 
They play preseason this weekend. We'll have our friend Kyle Madsen on to talk about that. I don't think anyone's going to play in it, but, you know, it's going to be nice to see a little football on the TV. Trey Lance will play. It's my starting quarterback. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, I'm trying to think of some of the bat. Like, who's going to be the backup that everyone over-talks that won't get on the field in the regular season? Like, Danny Gray? Yeah. Or Ray-Ray McLeod? Like, one of those guys. broke his hand, but, yeah, Danny Gray, definitely. No, no, one of the running backs, definitely. Like, Jordan Mason is going to get super hyped. Or, or no, it's the other guy. It's Terrian... Babe's price. He's going to yeah. get hyped, but he's, just gonna, he's not going to play. He's like the fourth string running back. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of those Kyle, runs through, Kyle runs through those running backs. So, <laughs> yes, he's, Hey, actually, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I know we were talking about this earlier, but it, it is interesting to me that um, that the that football is coming for basketball on basketball's day, right? Because basketball's day is Christmas day and football just said, yeah, we're going to just schedule games on Christmas because we don't care. And uh, it's not going to be close. People are going to be watching football. So I don't know if I feel bad for the NBA, or whatever, but it's step your game up. Yeah. Step your game up. That's where I'm at. Um, we got another piece of Warriors news, minor Warriors news. We're, we're it's uh, this is August content. Former, former GM and friend Bob Myers will be joining ESPN or nearing a deal. Who told you first? I mean, it was kind of obvious he was going to do media stuff. And ESPN already, he hated that that pod that we all hated. Uh, what was it called? Um, I don't even remember at this point. Yeah. <laughs> what was it called? I've already erased it from my memory. It was so bad. Oh, lead by example. There we go. So is he not that, doing that anymore? I mean, that was ES, it was, it was an ESPN podcast. So I don't know. I'm assuming they're not paying him to pod. They're going to put him on TV. They'll have him on... Uh, you know, NBA countdown with Malika and Perk and that sort of thing. Bob's got a face for TV. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah you're not hiring Bob to, to do radio. It's an elite head of hair. Um, he's got to be on television, right? He's also just really, he's going to be great at it. He, he's, I mean, you know, so? I, I, you know, I love Bob Myers. Um, I just like the way he talks, man. I, I like the way he talks about stuff. He looks at stuff differently. NBA countdown is such it's so bad. It's so boring. They don't give them enough time up there. Nobody gets to talk. Everybody says the same bullshit. I'm not going to lie. I can do the job. You can do the job. It's a joke how bad it is. It's not inside the NBA. It's a comp- the only thing that inside, gets get- inside has some of the best chemistry you'll ever exactly. see. Exactly. Countdown is like just random dudes. Now they're famous. So it's like Greenberg. I know he's not there anymore. Jalen was like, these guys are famous, but what do they actually give us? outside of the famous name. So I don't know. Bob's got a low bar to clear. I think he's going to be boring. That's my take. (sighs) It's just ESPN though. He's going to, he's going to do the classic Bob talk for two minutes, whatever they allow them to talk for and say nothing of value. He could be really good. I just, I have very little faith in the studio show being compelling. Bob, uh, Bob off the record, I would watch. Bob at a panel, Bob opining in like a long form. I'm into it. I just I don't think it's gonna be good. But hey, my man's gotta get paid a little yeah. bit, right? Um, you know, cries on the cries on the podium. Come on, Bob, <laughs> give it to us. I want to actually. I will say I do want to see him on there the first time the Warriors uh, have like a big moment on ESPN. You know, they're gonna be on ESPN what like 15, 20 times this year yeah. at least. 
I'd love to see him in the studio show when Steph's on one of those ridiculous heaters and just hear what he has to say, you know, because that'll be that'll be fun, right? He'll be a little nostalgic. You might get your tears. I could do that. Yeah, I I'm looking forward to it. It's better than what they've got, dude. It's better than what they've got. I don't need it is Kendrick Perkins. It is better than what they got. Uh, We have one last piece of Warriors news, which screams August to me. Anthony Slater reports the Warriors are holding free agent workouts for veterans. Dion Waiters. Oh, my God. Tony Snell. Ket Bazemore. Juan Toscano-Anderson. Harry Giles. And Trey Burke. Do you think the ball don't stop guy? will be there when Dion and, and Trey Burke yeah, are in the house. He went, he is front row seat. I think he was petitioning Kirk all off season to get, <laughs> you know, he was talking about Corey Joseph can't get a bucket. You guys just traded Jordan Poole. You need a guy that can just finish at the hole. You know what I mean? You know, one thing that's interesting about these names is that I have no idea what is it that the Warriors want. No idea. I have, no, I, what is it that they are looking for of these names? Cause everybody does something different and they're only, there's only one roster spot open. So I'm a little technically two, but we know they're not carrying 15. So they do have a two way spot. Harry Giles should be two way eligible. Mm. So technically, that's interesting because he's a talented big man who's had injury issues. So, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe in the cards feels like he's just more of a let's see if he's healthy. We liked him, you know, talented player, but the body never went right. The other names, like, I don't know. It just feels like they're checking on guys. Maybe put them in the G League. They don't need another guard. They kind of need a Juan Toscano-Anderson type wing who could play the four, play backup Draymond. In theory, shouldn't play if Kuminga does his job right. But if Kuminga's messing around, you can throw him out there. You know what what Anthony Lamb did last year? Um, Someone like that. They could use, but I don't know. It feels like that's more. To- I mean, Tony Snell might. Be- I mean, Tony Snell is probably not as good a defender. Maybe he's less, less, less quick than him. But I mean, your options less, are so- less smart. Like Juan, yeah. Juan always got what the Warriors wanted to do. He could just only do so much, right? I wonder if they go. Uh, I mean, if it's JTA, who's probably not the best player in that group, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you just get someone for for bench vibes? Is that kind of what they're looking at? Because you know, last year's bench was rough, right? For myriad of reasons, but the 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 energy wasn't great. They were missing Damian Lee and JTA, so I think like maybe you get him back and try to reproduce that. I think that's maybe part of it. And you know that JTA is going to give you like <laughs> like he's going to give you correctly. yeah 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 yeah. Right yeah yeah. I also think that they're. Going to try to get Rudy Gay. We've mentioned. We know that. I think I think in a perfect world, they get Rudy Gay and Juan in into camp. And whichever one just looks better in camp gets the contract type of situation. Uh, but that assumes Rudy Gay doesn't have a guaranteed contract from someone else, you know? So I th- my guess is they're just looking at where guys are, inviting them to camp, probably going to go the tryout route for the last spot, and hopefully – you know, hopefully you luck into it the way you did with like Gary Payton II. He was kind of a tryout guy and he ended up being kind of important for them. This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Factor. With the busy fall season just around the corner, you might be looking for a wholesome, convenient meal for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved 
ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Refresh your healthy habits without missing a beat. Choose from 34-plus weekly flavor-packed dietitian-approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. And you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. Head to factormeals.com slash lightyears50 and use code lightyears50 to get 50% off. That's code lightyears5050 at factors.com slash lightyears50 to get 50% off. Factors.com slash lightyears50. We got a special guest, friend of the show, host of Candlestick Chronicles, Kyle Madsen. Kyle, what's up, what's man? Up? Dude, what's up, bros? Hanging out. It's been a busy day. I was just at Costco. It's nuts. I thought you were going to say you were just in uh, Vegas and flew your, you took a flight back here. It's for us after the, <laughs> after practice, joint practice. But uh, Yeah, enough. I, I would have. I would have done that. No, I went to Costco today because we thought, hey, middle of the afternoon on Thursday, it's going to be fine. It was not. It was wild in there. But we got it done. I'm proud of us. Hilarious that I'm planning to go at, at about the same time tomorrow as well. So that's good that's, to know. Appreciate you. The, the key is to have a plan. And my to, plan is my plan to, is to try every sample. Dude, they had the chips and guac up there. I had a full serving of chips and guac walking past that guy. A legend. Do you like the dollar hot dogs? I still eat them to this day. Since Bro, was- yes, yes. It's a, it's, it's a must. And especially now they have the self-serve kiosk. You just go up and like, give me two hot dogs and a chicken bake. Unbelievable. My my, my go to is always the chicken bake. I won't buy the freezer box of them just because nope. I don't need that in my house. But I will absolutely get a chicken bake at Costco because it's it's damn good. Wait, oh, wait, wow. hold on, Sam, Sam. Dude, have you had the chicken bake rec- recently? Like within the last few months? No, we're it's it's we're gonna well, go go which we're ch- they changed it because oh, I no. I had it like a month and a half ago. It's the freezer one now. It used to be. A different version of a chicken bake and that's why i liked it better are you, now are you saying just, the quality's fallen that's what i'm trying to say they just give you the freezer one where you they just oven it i'm like dude i could just buy that and do it myself I, i'm good off the freezer it's great but i'd rather have the original chicken bake. now that's the chicken bake one. chicken bake on fraud watch yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> it's foster city though that's foster city you got people got to tell me if sf's got different ones i'll go to those but I'll, I'll give you i'll give you an update next time i go but my, my rule of thumb is I have to get a chicken bake because I refuse to buy a box of 50 of them because then all I'll eat is that. Yep. And then yep. and then I'll be just complaining to Andy about how I've gained yep. 15 pounds yep. or something. Yep. <laughs> like a thousand calories, man. That shit's terrible for you. You know what? This is a perfect segue because speaking of horrendously unhealthy food you can't avoid. The bacon wrapped hot dog with grilled onions and peppers. All the hot dog vendors selling bacon wrap links with grilled onions and peppers, a mainstay outside of sporting events in the Bay Area, may not be outside the Oakland Coliseum for much longer. This is the crackdown the Bay Area needed. Of all the issues in the Bay Area, I think we all agree these vendors have been causing too many problems. Am I am I right, guys? Unbelievable. Yeah, problems for my health because I'm buying six hot dogs pregame and post. <laughs> Dude, anytime I see these, I don't know if you're like me, but it makes me think of the Warriors and the A's and 
childhood and yeah. basically all my favorite sports memories. Anytime I'd cross the uh, the um, BART overpass. Yes, correct. It's like I either had to buy one or I'd have that like, you know, FOMO feeling that I'm, not, you know, I really want it, but I'm trying to be healthy. So I'm avoiding it, but I'd be thinking mm-hmm. about it for the next four hours. Ah, dude, when exactly, I didn't. exactly. I'm buying three, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm not fighting that shit. The thing is they, they'll have that outside clubs and bars too. And in, in uh. downtown SF, um, and I don't know about now, a few years ago, but uh, it's just, it's incredible. Now, here's the thing about those. I've always felt like they smell a lot better than they actually taste. Like, I feel like I get it. Point. smells amazing. And then I eat it and I'm like, well, shit, I mean, I already ate half, so I might as well kill the rest. But it's this is not as good <laughs> as not. I get it's one bite down and it's like, all right, that's what I wanted. And now I have basically an entire bacon wrap hot dog to eat. No, but it. if I'm even a little drunk, like if I'm a tiny bit, like a, if I finished my beer late fourth quarter and I'm walking out, I'm getting one. Yeah. I'm getting one. I don't care that they're $10 now, yeah. which is bananas. But <laughs> is whatever. it really? Yeah, it's 10 bucks. They also got Venmo oh, now, which, be, I, which I love. They used to I, be five. Oh, the, best. Oh. the last time I had yes. one was the last game at Oracle. The uh, game six that Clay tore his ACL. So oh. I went to that game. We all know how that game ended. You could imagine what my mood was like exiting the stadium, just kind of thinking how weird it is that there'll never be any more games here. They ended that way, blah, 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 right? And so I'm thinking as I'm crossing, and keep in mind, I'd avoided getting them for the past season because, you know, at that point, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mid-30s. Um, can't just be eating those at 11 p.m. and expecting to feel okay the next day. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, screw it, you know? Last time there, get one, put everything on it, and s- stay awake till about 3 a.m. with indigestion. It was phenomenal. It's the best. Worth it. That's the saddest hot dog that's ever happened, by the way. Yes, it is. Just- Most of the time, it's a celebratory <laughs> hot dog, but I had to have one where it's just like, I don't know if I'm going to see you again. Um, I'm sure my I'm sure my health won't mind, but I have to. The last time, the last time I had one, I went to Warriors Clippers. <laughs> my old job gave me tickets right before they fired me. Uh, I went to Warriors Clippers this past year and the Warriors said big third quarter comeback and Jordan Poole had a huge game and it was super fun. So me and my buddy had had, had some drinks and we go outside and I'm like, dude, I got us hot dogs. Let's go get hot dogs. Two hot dogs, please. And the man goes, $20. Oh. And I said, no, I said two hot dogs, just the dogs. Yeah. And he I don't goes, want the whole thing. He's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, huh? $20. Like, damn. So just on principle, I was going to a Giants game and there's like eight of them lined up outside and I was real hungry. I was going to eat when I got in. I was like, I could have a hot dog, but I'm not doing it this time. Just on the principle of, <laughs> of them costing $10 now. I didn't know they were 10. That's unbelievable. That's, inflation's crazy. Wow. Man. I got to respect it. I think they should jack it up to 20. There are people out there that'll do it. That'll I pay do, for it. Dude, if I, you give me a denogonizer at an A's 20 game. for a beer in the stadium. Yeah, that's true. That's you fast. Give me, give me a denogonizer at an A's game and I'm walking out of there. I'm paying 20 for a dog. <laughs> easy work I, th- I think i'm trying to i'm towing the line if i'm working it's too bad they can't anymore but i'm like i'm like if i if i see a drunk guy and he walks by i'm like oh, it's 25 it's 25 <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> tech guys they'll pay anything don't big time i threw up the uh the tweet about how those will just always remind me of oracle and if you never if you never got a bacon wrapped hot dog the bart overpass i don't value your warrior's opinion it's got a great funny Got some v- funny replies, but this one killed me, and I, I really do have to read this one out. 
I bought a Clay Thompson knockoff shirt commemorating his 60 point game on that overpass. Two days later, I realized his name was spelled <laughs> Clay with a C. Still one of my favorite shirts. I would, I would give a lot of money for that shirt. That's the other thing that I miss about the overpass at Oracle. You get t-shirts for five bucks back Correct. in the day. Correct. And obviously one wash and it's shrunken down to child size and you can never wear it again. <laughs> Done. Don't even try. Uh, but they'd have some cool designs there. It's just some unique stuff, including spelling Clay Thompson's name wrong. My favorite shit about that is when they try and tell you you can like get a deal and they go <laughs> and they go, you can get one for five dollars or two for twelve dollars. <laughs> like, hey man, <laughs> the math doesn't work. <laughs> I'll take the two though. It sounds like a deal. I'll take them both. Give me two. <laughs> It's just just phenomenal. Um, I do miss Oracle. I, I do. I do. It was. Uh, I was telling a buddy of mine who's not from uh, who's not from here, and he was asking me kind of the difference between Chase and Oracle. And I told him like Chase is the really nice. It's like a really nice airport. It's beautiful. It's uh, it smells good. The food's solid. The the beer's good. Drinks are good. And uh, easy to get in and out. Right. It's like it's all done well. Um, Oracle was honestly a tr- piece of trash. It, the floors are creaky. I saw tape on the floors. It smelled terrible. It was super small. But I loved it. it. It really did feel like home for as long as people like us were able to go to those games. That's what I told him. I was like, that's like home because you've just been there forever. There's all the bad things about it. You just learn to love. I just, I, I love the chicken tenders, even though they were terrible, but I ate them every time. <laughs> but it's what that Oracle nacho, was, man. That nacho cheese, you'd be, you'd be feeling it for 24 hours. Just, God. just straight to the bathroom. That but did I get nachos good. every time I went? Of course I did. It was the same nacho cheese just for like seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely were. Oh, this is a fresh batch. Like, I don't no, know. No, this no. this could have been. This is this is remaining from two months ago, for all I know. Yeah, still, that's hundred percent what was going on. What are you? It was delicious. So, I, I guess the question is, uh, we can go around, Kyle. You can go first if you want. Uh, favorite Oracle memories. I went to, I think it was Steph's rookie year. Okay. And I went to Warriors Raptors. And the Warriors won that night. And Steph and Monte combined for 58, something like that. They both had huge games. And that game sticks out because I was supposed to go with a buddy of mine. And he hits me up before and goes, I don't really feel like going. So now I'm trying to like find anyone who will go with me. And I can't give this ticket away. And again, this is like 2009, I think. Yeah. And... I can't give this ticket away. So I went and I sat in the upper deck by myself and watched a bad Warriors team play the Raptors. But it was at that game that I got, I was sold on Steph. I needed I, it. I, I needed a minute. And that was the game that was like, oh, he's a dude. Like this guy, he can hoop. Like he can play. It's awesome. I that found the, the box score from yes, that game. Yes. The beauty, the beauty of you picking an Eastern Conference team is they only come once. And if it's yeah. his rookie year, it's you know pretty process elimination. 35, 10, four steals, six rebounds. Uh, Monster. And he had this one assist. They were running down the court towards me. And I think it was Reggie Williams is coming up the right side. Yeah, it was Reggie Williams. There it is. Is coming up the right side. And Steph throws this like one-handed bounce pass with a little English on it. And it hit him in stride. And I was like, this is the dude. He's it. 
I didn't know the phrase "he's him" yet, but that would have been my my. And so that's I don't, my I don't think one. It came out for another decade, so you know it's fair. Yeah, yeah. Now I was ahead of my time with it, but yeah, that was that's that's the one that that sticks out because Monte and and Steph going off is fun. Forty two minutes from Steph, Steve Kerr would would blow a gasket. Oh yeah, my god, just losing his mind. Look at that. Nelly was playing. I remember his particularly the second half of his rookie year. It was like. 42 was on the low end of what he was playing at that stage. They were playing 45 minutes a game. They didn't care. Just get, just run up and down and chuck. Get some burn. Same with Mark yeah. Jackson. And Steph was playing huge minutes during the Mark Jackson years too. Yeah. Well, and, and, in, and in that game, remember like 09, a guy hits five threes in a game. It's like, oh, dang. dang he kind of lit it up tonight. Yeah. And that just kind of became just a night in, night out thing, which yeah. is cool. Absolutely. Um, Andy, what about you? All right, so I, I've gone through this and given out some names. I'm going to go with a different one this time, all right? So, like, I've given the uh, like the, the OKC uh, Game 7 at home. I always feel mm-hmm. it's underrated. I've done the – I was at – I mean, I was at all of these games. But there was the uh, the Clay going for 37. There's the uh, Amari dunk, which is always hilarious. Um, so there's all of those games. I'm going to go with one that I thought was was – funny and one of my favorites looking back because um it was christmas day at home against the cleveland cavaliers and this is when i was all in on jordan bell he started this game and played incredible defense against lebron is this the one that steph didn't play ah yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking it up. You're looking remember, at the box score right I remember, now. though, they started Patty McCaw. Yeah, they, so this is, I was all I was locked in. I was like, oh, my God, they got another second-round gem. This is him. Because uh, you remember when he was, uh, before he kind of fell apart, he was super smart defender, really athletic, kind of like undersized, but knew where to be, good passer. Um, they won that game. They won that game, and Jordan Bell was a big part of that, 26 minutes. Um, but it wasn't really about the, the scoring or anything like that. He was just he was just able to share the same floor defensively against the LeBron team. And to me, I was just like, yo, this is going to be the next guy. So that was one of my favorite memories outside of all the, the big ones. Um, that year was was great. And then that was the year, too, that Patty McCall closed out the NBA Finals. Year after. That, yeah. That, that was the – oh, that was a year after. Was that the year? Yeah. Okay. This is when he was in his window, though. There was like a period of time there, like mm. a season or a season and a half. Patty McCaw was, because um, this is the 2017-18. My bad. 2017-18. Right. Uh, regular season. So 2017 Christmas. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. so, so yeah, I remember this game because Steph was injured. Uh, it wasn't whatever it was. He was injured. And this, look at it. Look at the switchable lineup: McCaw, Clay, KD, Draymond, Jordan Bell, just all wings the whole way through. I mean, Iggy and Liv coming off the bench. I mean, they were <sighs> Nick Young. I mean, come on now, they were stacked. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice little team. I think I that was the year. I think that was, year, I think that was the year he closed it out because this is their second. This is the year. This is the year after they won that first championship. So this is. This is after they won the first championship. This is, or sorry, this is after the second championship, but the first with KD. So this season was going to be the season that they won their third total champion, overall championship. I'm positive this wasn't the finals that McCaw closed because McCaw closed game five of 2017 finals. And oh, so this I, is before. That, so that happened before then. You're saying that happened before. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we all thought he was going to be the next Iguodala Livingston, and well, it didn't happen. I don't really know what happened, to be honest. It's one of those great mysteries, but uh, all right, I'm going to go with I remember going to this. This is the best are when you get last minute tickets to a game and it turns Mm. into a classic. So remember when they got Andre Iguodala? I remember being like, oh, damn. That's something the Warriors would never do. I know he's not a superstar, but he's a player every team wants. And they got him in free agency. I don't remember the Warriors getting a relevant free agent my entire life before Iguodala. Sorry, David Lee, you're not that relevant. (laughs) Uh, And so this was in that first month when he was on the Warriors. Mark Jackson was the coach. They played against Oklahoma City. And this was peak KD Russ, Oklahoma City. They were better than the Warriors at this point because – Steve Kerr hadn't caught. Everyone thought they were going to be the next team to be a dynasty, right? And ironically, Russell Westbrook killed the Warriors that night, including hitting a shot he thought was the game winner. And then he did like a double guns afterwards. Like it was super bombastic, taunting the crowd. Kind of hilarious. But also, we've (laughs) all watched a lot of Westbrook, so kind of on brand, right? And then Andre Gudala hits one of his BS game winners with no time left to close them out. It was like he caught the ball in the inbound, turn around, fade away like he's Kobe or MJ, and it goes in. And I just remember, like, I'd never seen a buzzer beater by the Warriors in person, and it was their big free agent signing. So it just made me feel like, you know, damn, this team's different. They're they're coming up. This isn't like the underdog warriors. They might actually be good. I remember that moment specifically. So yeah, throw that one out there as mine. That and the bacon wrapped hot dogs. That was uh that was that was when the Warriors were starting to come up. Those were the best of times, man. Those were the yeah. Yeah. <sighs> now everything's so stressful. You know, everything's like the war can they get a fifth championship? Is are they are they gonna win? Oh my god, they played they did you know this season. Chris Paul wants to start exactly. <laughs> Corey Joseph played 30 minutes tonight. Why? You know, what I mean Rudy Gay played 28 minutes, Jonathan Kaminga got benched. Oh my god, like that's gonna be this season. You know, what I mean it's gonna be, but back then it's like it's free flowing and everyone's happy. You're still on the come up, exceeding expectations. That's, that's where you want to be. That's what I kept trying to explain to I because Sam, you you know this. I have a bunch of friends who are Kings fans. Yeah, and I keep trying to explain like th- this is as good as it's gonna get. Yeah, even it's, if it the, as the expectations are only going up, and with it the stress. Like this is as fun as it's gonna be, bros. Enjoy it. Yeah, and they're not good enough to win a championship, so it's only gonna get worse for the Kings. Like you're you're gonna be so angry about Sabonis. He's just not good enough. So you guys just gave him a fat contract. Like they're like to me, their run is already over, and it, it's sad. But I mean, it is what it is. Jesus. Like, it, I mean, it, it is. You can't. You're not winning. Think games that matter. Like, will they make the first round? Maybe second round? Yeah, but like, you're not. I mean, is Keegan sure. Murray going to become Clay? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably I mean, not. I was. I like. Ke- I I rock with Keegan Murray. I think Keegan Murray. I'm, I'm like. He has to be. Keegan, I'm a fan. Man. Like he. Right. We're not no. talking about Keegan Murray. Like Keegan Murray's great. But he like, needs yeah. to take a superstar leap. For yeah. sure. And that's and still that not I'm enough. Not, yeah. yeah. And that's still not enough. So if Come he on. can, if in a couple of years he can be as impactful as a deer and fox, then, you know, well, they'll have something cooking there because that's like a legitimate two, you know, yeah. two player punch. But we'll, yeah. we'll see. But you are right. Nothing is better than the unexpected come up year. Ah, 
Ne- next year, like they could win 49 games, which would technically be one more game, mm-hmm. but they probably aren't going to be as happy about it. They're probably going to be like, I thought we'd be better. That beam just not going to be as bright. No, you also you I don't can you run like the beanbacks for a second? They are. Season? They're doing it. I don't. I don't. That's know. the after, thing. That's after Steph did what he did in Game Seven and then mocked it. Like you kind of have to retire it. Yeah. Oh no, they're running it back. They're trying to make it brighter and all this other stuff. And you know, good on them. They didn't. I don't think they took advantage enough of it organizationally this year in terms of merch and stuff. And so they're probably going to try and do that. But I'm sorry. It, if you're trying to light the beam to go 10 and 10, like you're going to have to be really good out the gate. Yeah. I think for it to continue. Yeah. yeah you need to, you need to be like 15 and two start yeah. like something, yeah. you know, that's unsustainable, but you're the hottest team in the league. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That's their problem. Not ours. This week's light years podcast brought to you by game time. Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use light years, L-Y-G-H-T-Y-E-R-S for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LIGHTYEARS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're talking about how, you know, everything is, it's, it's just title or misery. So this seems like the perfect time to pivot to Niners talk. Sir. Great. <laughs> oh. You want to talk about being stressed. <laughs> Go for it. Preseason starts in a couple days. This weekend, got a little Niners. Raiders, do we expect any of the main players to play on Sunday for the Niners? Trey Lance is going to play if that counts, and Sam Darnold will play. But George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Fred Warner, no, I don't think I nobody of consequence outside of Trent Williams will sit out. Their their entire starting offensive line might sit, but. I also don't know if they can do that and then properly evaluate their quarterbacks because right. their their backup offensive line is not good. So their starting defense offensive line is not that good. What are you, what are you talking about? It's I mean it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. No, it's fine. I I my my question comes in because there's yeah, I, I, I there's right. a lot of stuff on Twitter people pushing back about you know Brendel and. And I, I and Burford and Banks and they're all going to take a leap like that. That's fine and uh, okay. Like let's let's roll with that. But the issue for me is when you go look at the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, and then the NFC Championship game against the Rams, and then to a lesser extent last year's NFC Championship game is just kind of a weird game altogether. But no, the offensive line literally couldn't block a guy. The right, the offensive line's been the problem in all three of those losses, especially late. So that's where my my concern is. I think Shanning can coach around it over a 17-game season, but 
when it comes down to it and you're playing a really good defensive line like the Cowboys or the Eagles in the playoffs, can your offensive line hold up? And that's where my question becomes. That's this people. What's what people know? We I I asked Akash that because I was curious why they didn't just spend the money they had on Javon Hargrave, which to me feels like kind of a surplus player. I mean, it's going to be sure. a great D line, but like why don't you just mm-hmm. use that money and just throw it at right tackle, right guard, or center or something? I mean, they they've tried, but you know mm-hmm. guys get hurt. They've tried to spend on some on some centers, but I don't know. Like Colin McKivitz, are you serious? What the is- the issue the issue for me is not so much that they're rocking with Colton McKivitz. Like, that's fine. I don't love that they didn't bring in any competition for him. Mm. They signed Matt Pryor, who, look, bro, he's not good at NFL football. I mean, who could, Mark they Pryor? Have, Mark Pryor. who could they have signed? The guy starting ahead of McKivitz was the best free agent lineman available, and they let him walk. Yeah, no, but that's that's Someone, the thing is, is you could have, you could have, but you could have signed a different free agent, a more capable free agent who, you, you know, True. maybe you don't love the idea of him starting, but maybe he gets into the system and, and plays well. Maybe you draft somebody with one of your three third round picks instead of a kicker and a tight end who can't catch. Like th- those are, those are the, that's, that's what, that's a joke. I don't mean to drag Cameron Latu, but all you hear about Cameron Latu is how many passes he dropped in practice. But that's, that's where, what my gripe is, is if you want to start McKivitt's fine. But just handing him the job when you cut him two years ago, like that's that's the thing that I'm having a hard time leveling with. So maybe, the, maybe he'll be fine, but oof. the Niners are stacked game. at every single position, though, outside of O-line and quarterback, which you could argue is th- two of the top three <laughs> most important. Like D-line, O-line, and quarterback. Are those not the top three most important? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just yeah, maybe. Per, I'm just d- depending up. on who you ask, yeah. Uh, they're kind of screwed on two of those. So it's an interesting team because they're stacked everywhere else. Yeah, I don't even. That's the thing is, I don't, I wouldn't even say they're they're screwed on the offensive line. And then at quarterback, <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe Brock Purdy's good. Yeah. I, but also, <laughs> this is the also maybe he's not good. <laughs> I just I think that's super on the table. There's three throws that stick out last year that that could have been interceptions that weren't that changed the complexion of of games. And if he starts turning the ball over, that's where you start to have uh, a ton of problems. Do you think Kyle will bench him at some point this season if he's not playing well? Yes, but oh. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. You you you'd have to. You can't ride with this guy saying he gives you the best chance to win a Super Bowl and then and then ride him to a. But he's he's not gonna he's not gonna bench him if they're winning games. Yeah, which yeah. he probably no. shouldn't. Yeah. No, no. If they're so their their bye week is week is week nine. So they got eight games before their bye week. If they go into their bye week at four and four, and Brock is just meh, they're gonna keep him in there and they're gonna let him try and figure it out. But if they get to their bye week and they're two and six, dude, then no, they're not. They're not. They're not. I'm exaggerating. I don't think that's gonna happen. Does not play. And I, I'm pretty confident Nick Bosa is gonna be there. But if they're two, if if it's disaster and they're two and six, then yeah, I think they make a change. But if they're where they're at at the, at the halfway point where they've been the last couple of years, where they're kind of right around five hundred, I think you talk yourself into it by going, yeah, hey, they get hot at the end of the year, and Brock's been the guy, so he's just going to be the guy. But yeah, I I think he's going to have a little bit of a leash. But man, if they start like zero and three or something like that, and he's just not playing well, I think that leash gets gets short pretty quick. I just also, 
I'm so ready for actual games to start and preseason barely qualifies as an actual game, like particularly week one preseason barely qualifies the real game. I'm officially tired of training camp reports of someone through four for six today. And it's just, Oh yeah. But you don't know what you're watching. You don't know what the coaches have asked them to do. You don't know what they're looking to evaluate. And it's certainly not a tell of where the coaches are leaning. I've had, I've had enough of it. It was funny for a while. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like an instant mute. I think it's amazing. (laughs) Did you, did you see what Kyle Shanahan said when he got asked about that the other day? So he got, he got asked about Sam Darnold hadn't thrown an interception yet. And Shanahan basically goes, he hasn't. Like, I didn't even know you guys are the ones that keep track of that stuff. And then he lists off all the things that he's looking for in a play. And it's like the result of the throw is just so far down the list of things he gives a damn about in practice. Because maybe the receiver ran the wrong route. Maybe somebody slipped and fell. Maybe uh, somebody lined up in the wrong place. Maybe the quarterback just, I mean, Sometimes maybe you're just going to make the most open guy. Yeah, you know? maybe, sure. Maybe like Sam Darnold. I, there's there's so <laughs> many there's so many things that can go wrong in a play that just don't have anything to do with the quarterback being good or bad it, 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 with the completion or incompletion. Does that make sense? Yeah. Maybe the receiver <laughs> dropped it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's where I, I don't put a ton of stock into that, especially when the Niners' defense is. They they were 13th. They gave up the 13th highest completion rate last year and the third highest the year before because that's what their defense is designed to do. They'll give you the easy throws. And from what I understand, that's what Sam Darnold's been doing in practice. It's like, okay, you're going to give me this easy throw. I'm just going to take it. Whereas you have somebody like Trey Lance who's going, I'm looking down the field. I'm looking at that intermediate to deep area. Yes. And so maybe it's a little higher risk throw, but it's a higher reward throw. And so those are the things that, I think the coaching staff is is really going to dig into and see when it. I, I just I don't think we're going to find out in this whole backup quarterback battle thing. I don't think we're going to be sitting here on August 18th going, okay, it's definitely that player. I just think it's going to be really tight all the way through camp. It's the Niners, man. They'll find a way, even when they're. I mean, pretty they're pretty set as the number one or two best team in the NFC, and yet. And yet, I don't think there's any controversy coming out of Philly camp or, or Dallas's camp, but uh, but with the Niners, it never stops. They're the best. I love the Niners. I love. Them. I mean, it would help if Dallas's head coach wasn't running a run-of-the-mill Madden offense. Yeah. He is other than that, you know, yeah. it's like I don't consider them serious team. I'm sorry, Philly. They've got talent. Yeah. They do Philly's have talent. Good Philly's talent. legit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I just I can't see Dallas doing anything with the coaching they have. Anyway, yeah. is Dallas just the Clippers of the NFL? That's the only. Although no, Ty Lue's a good coach though, and people care about the Cowboys. So mm, that's a good point. I feel like they're more from a talent perspective. It makes sense where you're like, on paper, this should be good enough. But yeah. when you watch it, you know it's missing something, and you can't. Hmm. If the Knicks were better, they could be like the Cowboys, you know. Yeah, yeah. I want to say the Lakers, but unfortunately, they're actually good. So that's tough. One last topic before we get out of here. I want to share a picture with you guys. Oh, let's go. Oh, my God. Have you seen Steve Kerr happier than he has looked coaching Team USA this summer? No. 
I'm mean, so thrilled. Look at that face. This is this is 2017 Steve Kerr when he had peak Steph, KD, Clay, Draymond, Iguodala, and he's just like, yeah, I just like tell him pass the ball, we get 150 points. Look how happy he looks. You got to zoom into his face, man. We got to blow this up. This is incredible. Look at that. <laughs> Look at this guy. I've never seen Steve smile that much. I mean, you're right. Probably since KD was on the team and bought into the offense. I don't know. Maybe when the Warriors won that last championship a year or so ago. Oh, do you think he? Do you think he likes Brandon Ingram though? I don't get the feeling that Brandon Ingram is a Warriors player, but this picture oh, is incredible. I, I disagree. He's I just he thrilled loves. to not be coaching Jordan Poole anymore. Oh my God, that think- actually that actually <laughs> might be it. That's a great one. I think he loves Ingram. Ingram's a pass-first player. I think he's coachable. I think he has the propensity to hold the ball, but I think he's. I legitimately think he's the type of player Steve likes because he has all the tools and the mindset. And then it's up to Steve to like unlock him to you know, give up the ball more and play more the right way. And everyone's a little, in a good mood. There's a little Andrew Wiggins there where it's like, hey, you're super long. If you just tried on defense, you would be an elite defender. Mm. Um, and then, would- you know, maybe cut the cut the bullshit mid-range shots out. You know what I mean? Even though Ingram's a much better shooter than Wiggins, but it's like, can you – or, or uh, ISO just player. Cut uh, cut holding the ball so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Steve's then like, again, you know, I mean – Do you think that's – I mean this genuinely – do you think Kerr just enjoys the challenge of a just international basketball, like FIBA basketball, but then B coaching new guys instead of having to coach a system around Steph Curry. That's just kind of the same year in and year out. And you kind of know what you're going to get. I have a theory. His favorite type of coaching is the Wiggins type where it's a guy who is not so raw. You have to teach him the basics but he hasn't figured out how to win. So he's like at that 24, 25. I figured out the basics, but I'm not a hundred percent positive how to apply this. In and, the they'll context. and they'll listen. And they'll Yeah. And I feel like Ingram is that type of guy, more of a ball handler, but like he's at that stage of his career, Anthony Edwards, Brunson. I mean, team USA is littered with those type All of guys. guys. Yeah. And uh, you know, look, Steve's not the coach for 19 year olds. I no. think he's the perfect coach for I've figured out the basics. Now I'm ready to take it to the next level, uh, yeah. which is honestly a more valuable skill set. Like, what he did very... with the Warriors. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a good. Point. Yeah. I thought about that. That's that's team. Steve Kerr might be the best coach for this team USA team. Now, who knows what the A team will be a couple of years from now. So we'll see. But you hadn't thought about that. I mean, this team USA team is so much damn fun. So much damn fun, and part of that is is the these players and also Steve Kerr's system that he's that he's got these guys playing. Yeah, it's also like the right system for Team USA. Like you have so much talent at your disposal, you don't need to run a high pick and roll like everyone spread yeah. out offense. Like we don't need to run the James Harden offense. So yeah, yeah, no, no, no. going to be fun to watch them over this weekend too. We'll we'll leave on that. You know, we'll be back Sunday night. Uh, potential for a rage pod team USA losing to Spain. The Niners looking horrendous. Andy just in Andy shattered in tears. Just, just down ups- bad. Yeah, just down I'm, so bad over preseason basketball and preseason football. I will be angry and I will be. If I watch Sam Darnold throw the ball 30 times in Trey Lance bench, I will be angry. We will be here, boys. We will Don't be. lie. You're going to be angry if Darnold plays well. Yeah, it's God, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Kyle, appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, guys.